The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com couple of meetings in Victoria as I welcome you back. This is, of course, a bag of tips on this Thursday. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com and the Ultima Hotel, the mighty Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. And today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Packenham and Ararat. Another good meeting at Packenham tonight, Ararat this afternoon. Hello to you, Mitchy Lewis. Morning, Gareth. How are you going today? I am well, mate. Kelvin McAvoy, he stated the obvious a little bit, but that was a good enough push in uh, race number two there at Ararat this afternoon. And he, we speak of the odds-on favourite Kentucky Nick, but still a dollar eighty-five. Um, he should be winning surely that race. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I get a little bit wobbly when we're talking about in the high weights, but if I'm looking at the horses with the most class, so I had him on top for sure. Whether, yep. whether or not I wanted to play even money in a high weight race, personally, I, I wasn't sold, but Kentucky Nick was the standout to me. All right, what are we doing then from a punting perspective at these Victorian meetings? So I've got one there at Ararat who, this is probably been my best bet of the day, and it comes up in race three, number one, Prairie Flower for Henry Dwyer. So this horse drops down pretty solidly in grade. She's been okay at Flemington in the city in the last few races. Um, she was fifth in a BM70 behind Big Watch, and that's a pretty handy form line in a race like this, I think. Uh, there's going to be plenty of speed on, so horses like Ice Symphony and Rose Ring, they'll just go forwards, put a lot of speed into the race, and I think from barrier four, Prairie Flower should be able to run over the top of these. I, I just think she's got a little bit of edge class-wise on the field. She was like, there was a bit of a tip around for her at Flemington. I thought she was pretty good under those circumstances. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. She was only less than a length and a half yeah. off them, and she comes out here into Ararat now. I know the meeting was supposed to be at Warnable. I don't know if that changed any plans or anything, but, yeah, I I, I think she's a really good price, Gareth, to be honest. I'd be happy at $2. Yeah, we get $2.90 for her. Um, what about at Packham tonight? Yeah, good meeting. It's obviously the uh, final of the, what do they call it, the Future Stars Correct. series. So that's a pretty good race. Um, the one that I'm looking at, I've got a value play in race five. I'm probably willing to take on Marble Arch. I just want to see her do it yet. She might have to go to from the back of the field. I think Amb- uh, Ambassadorial can run a race for the Waterhouse bot team. Second up here, I think he'll improve second up. He hasn't shown much first up previously. Uh, and the race map for me, he's going to go forwards. I can't see many other horses that will take it up with him. So he's going to have full control of this race out in front. And he looks likely to me, if he gets it soft enough out in front, he'll definitely run us a race each way. Um, but yeah, he might just be able to steal this race, Gareth. All right then. So what else have you got for us there at Packenham? As, as you pointed out, it's a Future Stars final night there and also the Gold Bullion, which is a good race. Bel Air, um, notice text Sam, so she's going to be hard to beat. You or he's going to be hard to beat once again from an inside gate and D Lane. Jizzy rides packing them beautifully. Yeah, that's my, uh, Bel Air's my best here. So I like what you said. He, he goes well at packing them, Bel Air. Uh, he's drawn well in barrier one. I think Damien Lane will sit him in a comfortable position. And the recent races he's been running, the form out of those races really stacks up here. So I think it uh, suits him very nicely. And then probably not a best bet. I wouldn't be going crazy, but the future stars final, I think mm. sub six will win that. And I just thought I'd give an opinion in the race because it's a pretty handy race. Yeah, it's always been a, it's, it's proving to be a good horses race. Obviously there's a lot of prize money up for grabs, but sub six for Blake Shin, Kennewell and Yeoman. So um, would you take 360? 
I think so. I think it's a pretty even field. I think from barrier two, Blake Sheen, we know what we're going to get. Uh, it'll probably sit in a handy position forwards and be in a good spot. So if it's hard to make ground by uh, race seven, I might have a little bet on it. But, yeah, that would be my tip. I think a few of the others, like um, probably the main danger, would be there's too many Jerome Hunter ones. Barbie's doll. Okay. With Damien Lane. Yeah. That was the one. I was zing-zanging up and down. There's three of them in there, Gareth. So I hope it's a bit confused. All right, then, unlike you to get confused, brother, we'll chat to you, of course, with um, on the weekend preview. Looking forward to that as we dissect a wonderful weekend of racing. Looking forward to it, mate. I'll chat you in a little bit. Yep, great to catch up with Mitchie Lewis. Mickey Gaddon sent through his tips there for Kem Grange today. Now, he likes a couple. Race one, number six, Bush Girl, and race three, number seven, Benita. So just repeating those numbers, race one, number six, Bush Girl, and race three, number seven, um, Benita, good to see some harness racing back in Victoria tonight at Ballarat. Darren Carroll, he'll be fresh as a daisy with no harness racing yesterday in Victoria. Hello to you, Daz. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, can't wait, can't wait. Um, tough meeting, though. Um, Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin have got six of the nine favourites and a few of them are first starters, so they're likely to start with very, very short price. So, yeah, it's a really tough car to get uh, get the head around and find some value, so... We're avoiding those short-price favourites because I'm going to tip them on here. So um, we'll go race six, number 10, Vici Bloom is my first one. Um, seems to have returned as a four-year-old much stronger than its previous seasons. Uh, it's only had four starts this time in for two wins in two seconds. So um, that proves my point. But back row draw tonight makes it a little bit harder. But I just think at around about $4, it'll be a nice um, nice play on an each-way basis. So race six, number 10. Another one I like also on an each-way basis is race eight, number three, Sports Rack. Um, I'd love it to lead. I think if it led, it'd be a um, much, much shorter price than the $5 currently on offer. I'm just a little bit worried about uh, the one joining side at Fight and Fury, but if we can find the front, um, it'll be an each-way bet for nothing. If not, can sit in their death and control the race. So there's the two, race six, number 10, um, and race eight, number three, sports track. Both got a little bit of value tonight, Gareth. Paul Rouse should be listening. I don't know if he is listening, but I think that WA do a wonderful job in how they go about their country meetings, especially, um, like at Pinjara, even on a Friday night if they've got one um, that works alongside a Gloucester Park on a Friday night. And all you need is a young kid going through the, the ranks that wants to get into journalism or, um, I don't know, David Brio could do it, a, a wonderful job. Just like you, all you need is a camera and go around and interview those drivers in the mounting yard um, in the parade ring. And then you can get some valuable information like the fight and fury situation. Um, are you going to hold up or would you hand up to to – to one of the runners in in that race. And then it, it gives you a lot more confidence from a, a, um, a punting perspective when you can find out information. Yeah, and it doesn't cost a lot. No. Um, um, just to you know, get that information out, even some of the uh, the rural tracks at, in the River Arena do it and put on their Facebook page as well. But, um, you know, we've got all the mediums now with social media and things like that, that it can be done. So it's just a little bit of effort. And as you're spot on, just a, a young up-and-comer that wants to yeah. uh, get involved. So you couldn't agree more. Uh, I know the likes of Bendigo were doing it about six or seven years ago, but uh, sort of fell off the wayside a little bit. But you, um, couldn't get, agree more. You would get four pro punters, for instance, that would sponsor something like that and put in $50 each to give the person doing it 200 or something for the nine. And um, 
it would be well received. And you know what, even like, and I say this to our friends in WA is that like, they can say, oh, there's only a hundred or 200 people watching. And I said, well, don't worry about that. I said, people, instead of having 200 on a horse, they're, they're having a thousand on a horse because they've got that information thinking that this horse is going to lead because of the information that's being provided, um, which is valuable. And usually the drivers are exceptional with, with their, with their information as well. So I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I think it's a you know, it's a two-way sword to a degree. Um, I think uh, you know, turnover is everything. We need to increase the turnover, but it also gives exposure to um, yeah. our participants as well. And I think we've seen in recent years um, uh, our harness participants, um, as they've gained more and more exposure, they've just become so much more media savvy and they present themselves so well and that can only help them um, grow their businesses as well. We'll catch up with you tomorrow for the Giddy Up Metro Bagger tips and we'll have a look at those feature races around the country, but especially Chariots of Fire Night there at Menangle. It's another really handy weekend of harness racing as well in Victoria. So looking forward to that, Des. See you guys. There's Darren Carroll there. The racing's at Angle Park tonight. Todd Gray joins us. Great to have you back on the show, Toddy. Uh, always a pleasure, never a chore. You've been looking after yourself, staying out of trouble or making it? Oh, a bit of both, a bit of both. Good, um, Good man. What about, what about at Angle Park tonight? Can you help us back a few winners on a Thursday? Oh, I'm going to try. I'll, I'll try my best. Your confidence? You've tonight, been in actually. good form, mate. You've been in terrific form. Oh, bless you. Um, well, hopefully we can keep that keep that little um, streak going. It is a tricky card tonight. Unfortunately, we had to extend nominations with a few other races coming up. So there's a few races. I went straight to them when the prizes opened up and... I have to be honest with you, I don't think the price assessors made too many errors tonight. A few of the ones I thought would have, uh, I was hoping for black figures, are all tomato sauce that are odds on, but I've managed to find three for you guys. Take it away there, mate. Our first one is race four, number six, Aston Arena. Uh, look, I threw this out last week at about 30 to one, and she ran a very nice second. It was never going to win, but never going to miss the each way. Um, for me, this is only a five-dog race now. It's a big drop in opposition for her, hence why she's around about the four to five dollar mark where you shop. Um, she is black figures for the place. Look, I think there's only two chances at leading for mine, the one and the six. Uh, the six could run down the one. I don't think the one will run down the six. And Aston Arena is the one I like, and that's number six. Um, yep, I can't see why she won't. If she goes straight to the front, I'll just about get ready to go for the early crow. But if she logs second to the one, I still think we have the uh, each way locked up. So I think she's a bet enough in each way. So race four, number six, Aston Arena. And then I'm doing a little toddy two play in the main race tonight, the launching pad final. Um, I'm... I'm half potting this dollar thirty pot, Tiki Boo. Um, I know it's got about three or four tenths on them time wise, but it's drawn really sticky here. There's a box seven in a race full of speed, probably a, a real good pick, lid pinger and railer in box eight. Every chance to cut it off at the start. I'm with the one and the three. Centerwick isn't the best dog in the race, but it's the best drawn. And for mine, I think it be. I think it is leading. Are there dogs which can run it down? Yes, but when you're in front, you can't find trouble. That's around about the seven dollar mark. And I want to save on a Linga Zoe. I think it's a dog on the rise here. It's a bit outclassed. But again, I could see a little bit of trouble behind, which is why I think um, Centerwick can get the fly. But if there is any trouble, a Linga Zoe is probably the best run-on dog outside of this favourite, which I think will get swallowed up to the first turn. So race eight, number one, Centerwick, and number three, a Linga Zoe. They're around about seven bucks and around about 14 or 15 at the moment. I think they're just worth a couple of shekels. I'd just go for the win as well, because if this favourite doesn't get... Um, Swallowed up to the first turn. I'm happy to eat crow and be wrong there. So race eight, number one, and number three, please. I love it how you take on the dollar thirty favourite and a toddy two play. That's got a, a nice ring to it as well. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to try to get a hashtag on Twitter going around, but it's not working out too well, no, but I tried. We'll, we'll get it going, mate. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Hey. Uh, easy, Dan. I've got one more quick one for oh, you. Yes. Right in, yep. in, in race nine, number one, Presley. Um, I did go to early crow last week. This dog led for 99.9% of the race um, at around about double figures. Got pipped on the post. Steadily improving. Been leading every week, running about 31-1, 31-2. Uh, back... That holds this race for mine. The favourite here in seven is a bit susceptible to last 50 metres. And personally, I think we lead it. And if we lead it, I think this favourite's going to wave, wave the right flag. So race nine, number one, Presley, around about the $5 mark. Um, again, only two divs there, but I would go each way as well. Just in case this favourite does lead up, I still think we run second. So, just so recap race nine, you, number one, Presley, to finish it up. Just recap your numbers for everybody out there. Yep, easy done. Race four, number six, Aston Arena, each way. Uh, race eight, Number one and three, just something small to win on both of them, I would recommend. And race nine, number one, each way as well. Now, we're excited because Gary and Tim, who do the breakfast show on 11.16, Gary Lyon, Timmy Watson, they've got a greyhound called King Internal, trained by Angela Langton and Jeff Britton, trialled yesterday at Sandown, and will race on Sunday at Sandown, which is exciting for everybody involved. Johnny from Epping is one of the the favourite sons there on Gary and Tim. He, He rings in, he's one of the... The you know he's a he's an iconic type One of, of the figure. Loyal. Yeah, yep. he's a, he's a hero to the listeners. We're trying to get him. So I've done some investigation, so um, investigative work. So he can. We're trying to get him to handle King Internal. So he just needs to fill out some forms and then handle the dog after the races, get his yep. ticket, and then away he goes. Yeah, getting the old getting the old um handler's license. Honestly, yep. it's uh, it's easy as pie, and the it's the only thing I can um tell anyone who ever tries to go for it is don't overthink it. It isn't as hard as you think, and honestly, if you do get a little bit nervy in that, that kind of travels through the old catching lead or whatnot to the dog as well. So if you're calm, the dog's calm, and it's easy as pie. I like that. I would love for that to happen. If it does, I think the socials will blow up a little bit. Yeah, Johnny can give him a bit of a pep talk too as he heads to the boxes. So uh, I think that's um we're going to make it happen. So I'm 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 excited. Oh, and so you should be. I reckon that would be absolutely brilliant. I'll keep in touch. And you said that's racing Sunday. Sunday, yeah, King Eternal. So we'll be cheering him home. He had his first start for us at Geelong the other day. He just missed a kick slightly, but he's trialled nicely, so he'd be ready to go. Oh, I like it. All right, I'll put that in the old little black book, and I'll be sitting there in front of the TV on Sunday. I'll cheer it on with you. You're a good man. Thanks for that, Toddy. Uh, cheers, legend. There's Todd Gray there. Can't see straight ace of losing today in race seven at Kemler Grange. Form is clearly cut above the rest with it coming out of a fifth in the Expressway Stakes, which King of Sparta won. Um, wouldn't be shocked if he jumps even shorter. That's from Cooper. We had a couple of tips there at um, Kemler Grange today as well. Bjorn Baker's horse in the third would be awfully tough to beat. Benita Queen, but it is short. He did give a good push for the horse that he's got in the last at a bit of a price. I think it's in the last there. Um, yeah, there it is. Um, Spoltet, about $7.215. So that's at a good each-way price there for that Galloper. In fact, it's had some good backing at Kemler Grange today. Um, what other news have I got for you? Oh, Prairie Flower. Um, Henry Dwyer trains. Tricky track runs a lot of placing. So there you go. I thought it was going to be awfully hard to beat. Mitchie Lewis has tipped her on top. But, um, yeah, maybe... Just be a little bit careful around our route for that galloper, but she is going great guns. 
18 minutes past nine. That was Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries, ozequipment.com and the Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee, just down the road from Swan Hill. Make sure you swing by for a cold beer.